Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Edwards, I can tell you that much. <laughs> that was the whole tweet. Him and E.T. would have killed? No, he said, like, you know how E.T., they find E.T., right? And then they take care of him. They like say, and the they tweet, take care of him, The tweet yeah. was, they, the they whole go. tweet, the whole tweet was, me and my friends would have killed E.T. with hammers, I can tell you that much. <laughs> You think it would have taken more than one hammer to kill E.T.? No, I don't think. I think Put it on the poll, Curtis. <laughs> How many hammers would it take to kill E.T.? Just the absurdity of such a comment. It really took Thanks off. for tuning in to this episode of All You Need to Know. My <laughs> name is Quinn Eaton. If you haven't tuned out already. I feel like that makes people draw in and say, hold on a second. How many hammers would it take to kill E.T.? Well, Anyways, my name friends. is Quinn Eaton, and with me is... I'm Isaac Bear. Yeah, another... You already knew that. So the contract disputes continue. Uh, for those that have been listening the past couple of weeks, let's just D- DJ's call it, off. DJ's let's on. Just call DJ's it like off. It is. DJ's on. I'm hostile takeover. No, right. It's, the it's, more it, DJ's out, the more I'm in, and and it's over for this guy. It all has understand? to do with Curtis, and Curtis There's is no coming contract. in. There's no contract. It's Curtis was coming hostile. in today, and DJ was like, "If Curtis is there, I'm out," and he feels very strongly with that. But I think Curtis, I think you do a great job. So I appreciate all the work that you do behind the scenes. I know that. I don't know if you like Curtis or not. He's not the best, but he does the job. Better than last week, DJ's Uncle Mikey filled in for uh, Curtis. and It was a disaster. The power went out three times while we were trying to record. Three times. That was I don't Uncle even know Mikey's how, fault. I, I literally just said, hey, I don't know why you're getting close to the breaker box, Uncle Mikey, but oh, stop. Oh, he was flipping the breakers. Yeah, on while we were recording. Wow. The entire power in the building reminds you that the studio is located in an abandoned, basically, strip mall. So uh, I think the only thing that's on the on the far end is a Dollar General. So the, the power went out at the Dollar General, too, and they got they that's complained the about it. That's the biggest tragedy. Anyways, uh, if, whenever you tuned in, Isaac and I were talking about how many hammers would it take to we kill E.T. We were just talking about what you would have done if you found E.T. So, uh, and that guy would have killed E.T. with hammers, I can tell you that much. Yeah, tweet at underscore AYN2K underscore and tell us what how many you hammers you think no, it would well, take to kill E.T. Or just say what you would have done. That's equally as funny. Put it on the poll, Curtis. Is E.T. a turd or an alien? A That's turd? Tough. Yeah, he looks like a turd. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I think we have exhausted that whole bit. No, no, no. I'll be here's, honest. Here's what I'll say. is This just reminded me of something that happened in my childhood. I don't know if it was a dream. I don't know if it was reality. But I was brushing my teeth one morning, and the mirror was in a position to where I could see the shower. Right. And I'm brushing my teeth, looking in the mirror. E.T. was in the shower. E. I turn T. around. E.T.'s not there. And e. I still T. don't know if that was a dream or real life. Right. So. Well, E.T. is fictional puppet. Wow. No, it was real. <laughs> Thank you. It was real. Okay, right. We've got a great topic today. Allegedly. You saw the tweet before. He posted it before. You did not get to pick the topic. I've noticing that more and more lately. No. But you know what? That's for the best. I'll Todd, say it. Todd say Faulkner it tweeted back at us, actually, and said, Thank you. Because... W- Today's topic is a little controversial, and we are excited to talk about it. And apparently, Todd Faulkner feels strongly, one way or the other, that this may or may not be true. And that was confusing. But we'll only to ass- dance around. We'll only make topic. assumptions on what Todd thinks of the topic. Yes. We'll, we won't commit. Well, I, actually, I actually reached out. Okay, I, I sent a, a so tweet you back. Do, you do know that. I sent a tweet back and yep. said, "Todd, how do you feel on the matter? Or do you would you like to comment on this?" And he sent back the Danny DeVito gif of him shaking his head no and right. saying no. Nope. So he refused. 
in fact, to comment. So Which we will certainly not commit. I believe it's probably some sort of non-disclosure agreement yeah. with WPSD where well. you can't say anything that would offend Jeff Bidwell. Uh, <laughs> if anyone is listening outside of the region, uh, Todd Faulkner and Jeff Bidwell have been on the podcast before, and they are local news uh, of course, Todd's an anchor, and then Todd's Jeff a bit Bidwell of a legend a around these parts. Yes, he really is. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. This What's is it? episode one ninety four. We are asking the question: Are sports rigged? I just maybe two hammers. I think <laughs> is all it would take for it's ET. Not the, number one, it's not the question. Number especially, two, especially. Especially if you take that first hammer and you hit him in the gut. Do you see them handle E.T.? That dude's built like a Twinkie. It's not going to take two hammers. It, could, it doesn't even take a whole... It might take It might take a closed fist. You're saying that he's a soft... I'm saying he's I could slap creature. him hard enough and he would probably disintegrate. Mm. Anyways, we're not talking about how many... Well, we have talked a lot about hammers and E.T. This is over the line. We're talking about our, our sports rigged. And this comes up. We posted a video that uh, happened yeah. Monday night. Yeah. Monday night football. <clears throat> bum, Monday, bum, bum, Monday, bum. Monday. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, dun, 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 dun. Bum, dun, 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 dun. I thought there was another note in there. You know what? It is. Monday night football. That was pretty good. And in the game, you've got the Chicago Bears. Facing off against, it was. Uh, don't tell me it was the. Um, I do know it. I did. I watched the game last night. Ravens. The, the Chicago Bears. No. No. Versus. As soon as you say it, I'll feel stupid because I watched it, but I don't remember. Your Chicago Bears versus, and then the other team. Yeah, the other team that I don't remember. I mean, I could sit here and think about it for ten minutes. I might could think about it. I couldn't tell you. Just take some guesses. I sat there and watched it last night, and I do not remember. They were pooping on them, though. They were pooping on them. They were pooping on Tennessee? them, Tennessee? Yes. No. I don't know. I mean, I watched, there's like 20 football games on a week. I mean, what do you want me to do? I know, but this was Monday night. Monday night, yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, this was yesterday. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's who it was. I knew it. Terrible old, towel. As soon as you said it. Old Ben yeah, Roethlisberger. Old 39. S- sneaky Ben. Which I thought he was a lot older than 39. He looks a lot older. <laughs> he looks rough. Tom Brady and, looks a lot younger, and he's yes, a lot older. That's true. And and Ben Roethlisberger, people used to say that he was built like a like a skyscraper, right? Had a he was very tall, but had a strong foundation. Okay. And I, I I've heard interviews where people say tackling him back in the day was like tackling a brick wall, but now it's more like a glass window. Okay, that's a brittle. huge difference. <laughs> very brittle. Anyways, though. This conversation came about, and of course, we chose the topic, which uh, I guess you were upset about. No poll this week. You know, sometimes there's a poll, sometimes there's not. I don't mind. What do you want us to do about it? Nothing. I'm fine with your decision. But this question arose because there were so many flags against the Chicago Bears. There were quite a few. That it was hard to think that possibly the refs didn't have some sort of... uh, some sort of scheme to make sure that Pittsburgh ulterior won the game. motive, one yeah. would say. It seemed like they, they did have agenda. ulterior motives, and the play that we tweeted a video of. Yeah, go check that out if you haven't. Yeah. Actually, crucial information to what we're going to talk about. So, this. so here's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
guy from the Bears mm-hmm. comes in, sacks Ben Roethlisberger. All right, big time sack, crucial part of the game. And so this guy is fired up. All right, and he does a round. He does a roundhouse kick. Yeah, not too. He does not roundhouse kick anybody. No, to just be fair. does a roundhouse he kick does to a the bit air of a, bit of a to celebrate club. his good job. Yeah, and the ref starts looking at him, and then Sharks that man, the water. that man continues after his roundhouse kick to look over towards the opposing team's bench. Just looks at him. He might have said something like, "I just sacked your quarterback." Yeah, but he or, didn't. There was or, no hey, action. Hey, where are you guys going to eat after this? Yeah, he might have said one of those two things. We and don't it could know. Al- could have only been one of those two things. Referee's looking at him. That man starts to run back to his sideline. Yep. The ref already uh, seemingly looks like he's reaching for the flag. He's got his hand on his hip. Hip checks. Yeah. The person turns, bumps out that booty. Bumps out the booty. There's definitely a booty bump. You can't tell me there was no booty bump. There's video evidence of a booty bump. The ref throws the flag. Flag out. Calls taunting on the Chicago Bears player, and that, of course, gives Pittsburgh a free first down in a situation where they were going to have to punt the ball to the Bears. A crucial call in a crucial moment. And so that's what you know. all the sports outlets have been talking about. You turn on ESPN, you watch Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, they're talking about this play, yeah. and everyone is asking, hot topic. are sports rigged? Isaac, as someone that like sports, but possibly doesn't watch a lot of it, yeah. yet is still somehow intertwined into the sports world. How would you answer this question? And and you can bring it back to this specific instance that we just talked about with the Bears and the Steelers, or any sort of sports conspiracy, right. Right. Uh, like the Boston College scandal where they right. were fixing games. Yeah, I don't know that Or... Uh, you could even tie this, I think, into the NBA frozen envelope theory, I don't know. Um, which that one's interesting. Um, I'll say it like this: you gotta, you got to first identify, okay, the different levels. Is it, is it uh, corruption, cheating on the individual? Is it just that ref who doesn't mm. like the Bears? Is it the Pittsburgh team? Is it the facility? Is it the NFL? Is it sports in general? Is it entertainment in general? Because surely... Is it Joe Biden? Well, you we, have to will, ask. we could ask. Will we get into that? Well, maybe not. But then you also have to say, you know, what do you constitute as sports? Because you could look at football all day, but what if it's like a sport-wide thing? Entertainment is one of the biggest industries in the world, not just in America. Certainly in America, as a first world country, entertainment yep. is huge. So the more... You know, the more you talk about it, the more money people are making. I'll say that I watch a lot of poker and high-end poker. I mean, it's not rigged, what they say, just like they say in the NFL, but it is sometimes seems too good to be true. Yeah. Like, consistently. Poker? Is it a sport? Well, is golf a sport? I hardly know her. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. There it is. Thanks, Thanks for that Curtis. Interesting to say, but it's just one thing that I watch as a means of entertainment. Golf. Maybe not a sport. You watch golf. Well, poker. For entertainment. But you play golf at, for entertainment. And you were asking whether or not that's an actual sport. Compared to poker. Compared to poker. Yeah. All right. Listen, I mean, people have come up to me my entire life. Hey, I mean, 
Oh, you're a, and then air yeah. quotations athlete. Yeah, yeah. I'll continue. I will never stop doing that. Even when you stop playing golf, I'll never stop. Yeah, I mean it's 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 as much of a sport as bowling is. If poker is considered yeah. a sport, yeah. I mean, it, I would it, think. Where do you draw the line? I think all entertainment is a sport. I think if you're an actor, you might as well be. You're an playing athlete. a sport. You might as well be an athlete. That's true. And you always hear Leonardo DiCaprio, especially in The Great Gatsby, calling people old sport. Yeah. So that kind of Makes ties in with that. sense. Um, but is it... Did you answer the question, though? No. The, well, I, the, I, my answer was hey, that it's a more complicated... I've got something that. to say. Okay, it is say, complicated. Say something, then. It is complicated. And I think, of course... And, and I mentioned a couple of the big sports scandals, which, of course, the <clears throat> the NBA one with the frozen envelope theory, if you're not familiar with that... I think it was the Knicks, maybe the, I think it was the Knicks. There was a draft coming up, and I think, I believe, and I, I might be just, this recollection might be completely wrong. I believe that Patrick Ewing was projected the number one overall pick, and they wanted him to go to a big market, right? So a the big in, market? A big market team. So that'd be like New York, Los Angeles, uh, Chicago at the Just time. a good team. A, a good team that's in a big city type thing. So there is a theory that uh, back back in the day, how they would do the draft lottery, they had a bunch of different envelopes, and each one had a team inside of it, and they rolled it around in this big ball. The guy reaches in and then pulls it out, and then whoever whoever's envelope is pulled out and then shown to the TV audience, they get the first pick in the NBA draft. That's interesting. So people, that that's how like they used the to do. It. That's how they used to do it. So people have a conspiracy theory that the NBA, out of all these envelopes, all the teams are in there, right? They take the New York Knicks one and they freeze it so it's cold. doesn't look different than any of the other envelopes, but, of course, the guy reaches around in the envelopes and then finds the one that's cold, picks right. it up. It's New York Knicks. Patrick Ewing goes to the Knicks. Seemingly that's a theory where, wow, seems like sports are rigged. With the Boston College thing, that, in that involved the mafia, right? And so... What? Yeah, so that the mafia was paying Boston College somehow to win or lose certain games. Are sports rigged? In that case, it was. So, of course, with this last NFL game, I think it really stems from the idea that in the NFL there are so many penalties that are being called. Yeah, there's and a this, lot nowadays too. You know, it's a big point of conversation. We're focusing on the NFL, but you know, this could easily be the NBA. It could be MLB. It could be poker. MLS. You know, things like that. Okay. I don't Major know. League Soccer is what that is. That could be all of those things, but specifically, this example that we're talking about has to do with the NFL and the disparity between the amount of penalties that were being called on the Bears yep. versus the amount of penalties penalties that were being called on the Steelers specifically some late in the game that seemed like I'm not I'm not gonna make any rec reckless accusations but it seemed like anytime the Bears did something good the refs threw a flag and said hey they sure. did this yep. uh, push them back anytime the Steelers did something bad uh, the Bears were offsides uh, give the Steelers the ball again stuff like that it and makes so, it it sure is a you know, it's, it's strong evidence. I'm sh I'm most certain there is a, somebody out there or a group that could sit down and evaluate the tape and evaluate the penalties that the Bears 
had or that the Steelers had or did not have and see if there was a bias. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're calling things consistently, even if it's a little biased, as long as it's consistent on both sides, I think it's right. different. But, I mean, the video that we posted on our social media is accounts. flat the, out. Where that ref, guy got caught in 4K on a live national television. Where the ref hip-checked a player and then flew a, threw a flag on him. Because there was no way he didn't miss it. He and it looked the guy. It was, I think it was more of a, a strike one, strike two, strike three scenario, right? He does he the roundhouse. looking for a reason. He does the roundhouse kick. The ref says, that's strike one. He starts to look over at the bench. Maybe says something like, hey, uh, let's talk after dinner to the, to the opposing okay. players. That's what he said, probably. That's strike two. So that's whenever the ref starts to put his hand on the flag. He's like, I'm about to throw this thing if he does one more thing. Give me one more reason. Give me one good reason to throw this flag. So then the man starts running around him, little hip check, little booty bump, like we talked about earlier. There's the flag. There it is. And it's a taunting penalty, right? And that's something that, you know, that's subjective because one one ref could be like, hey, you know, that's that's this. Yeah, it's not this. Another ref could be like, well, that's not taunting, but this is taunting. It's all subjective to whatever ref is refing the game. But but even it seemed like the ref was taunting, right? Because he throws the flag. He doesn't just throw it. He throws it high, keeps his hand there. He's like, hey, I want everybody to see that I'm throwing this flag. He's fed could, up. Could another ref throw a flag <laughs> on that ref no. for taunting? No, he could not. He couldn't? No, he shouldn't there, be able to. I don't think that exists. But you touched on this earlier. What is the motive? If sports are rigged, what is the motive? What's, are we, what's, it's a simple answer. We're not, we don't have to sit here and debate. There's only one answer. There's always one answer. If one, it's in politics, two, three, money. money. It's, it has it's, to it's be. anywhere. Any international, any country, any continent, any person, any group, greed befalls all men. Right. And that would be what it comes down to. Because exactly. all of these sports industries, all of these leagues are matching up and partnering with gambling sites so DraftKings. Yeah. although i would say do you, i don't know much about sport betting but i would think that the majority of their money does not i would say a large portion but i would also say not the majority comes of income comes from sports betting right so i don't know if that would be the but i mean the reason the, the partnerships you don't no one knows right, right? no one knows because but that leads to another good question what is the significance? Maybe they are cheating. Maybe they're not. What if they are? Well, then what does it matter? For people gambling? Well, I can understand that. But what about you and me? It's it's interesting because it does seem like money would be the motive. If sports are rigged, and someone asked, okay, we found out sports are rigged. Why are they doing this? It's money. Where's that money going? How is it getting to certain people? That's a whole other episode. But... A lot of speculation. A lot of reckless speculation at that. I think that it's very easy to understand that the NFL wants their bigger markets. It's like, and I've already mentioned markets, and every time I say it, you look at me funny. Markets. What do you mean by big markets? Speak on that. That would be New York. That would be Los Angeles. That would be any team that Tom Brady's on. Yes, actually true. So it it seems like. (laughs) The, the NFL would be happy if Tom Brady makes it to another Super Bowl. They would be happy if Patrick Mahomes... I can't stand that Tom... If Tom Brady goes to another Super Bowl, I probably cry. will. I might cry. He probably I'm will. I'm so tired of looking at him. They probably would be okay with Patrick Mahomes 
turning around this, a, a bad season and making a deep run in the playoffs. Patrick because, Mahomes had a lower rating than Jordan Love that game, which is absolutely astounding. It's a, an astounding statistic. A nightmare for the NFL Yes, would be a team like Go the on. Jags yeah. making the Super <laughs> True. Bowl. When's the last time you saw the Jags in any kind of... Uh, Hot well, playoff game. It was just a couple of years ago. They were, I think, one game away from. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Blake see that. Bortles was nah, the quarterback. Yeah, that. but no one cared, and people were happy that they didn't make it to that big game. But it makes me wonder why are they. What would be the difference? See, they're all part of the NFL. The big cities, just not as big as, I don't know. Right. Why? What's it matter? The money's because, still coming in. But but not as much if it's not a big market team. So let's let's talk about the NBA, right? You want the Lakers to match up in the finals against the Celtics, right? I guess. Like that, I those are those are big markets, have a rich history. The last thing you want are the Charlotte Hornets to make it to the NBA I've finals. I've never even heard of the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. But I have heard of the other two. And the reason is bigger fan bases bring in more viewership and I guess more money. True. I guess that is true. But it also stands to reason that if a smaller team was to hit it big and hit it big consistently with the good players, it would stand to reason that their fan base would grow mm. and bring in more money but over that's harder. some time. That's harder. It is harder. And therein lies the problem. Yeah. Fast money, easy money. Easy money. And that's, that's what this thing is. like With sports betting, that's fast money, easy money. Because you can bet on which team's going to win a game. Yeah. You can bet on whether Bill Belichick's going to come out with a sock toboggan on or a visor. Or with one pant leg pulled one up. One pant leg pulled up. Sweatshirt, two sizes too small. That was a tragedy. You could you could even, I mean, <laughs> it's not surprising to me if you could make a prop bet on something that doesn't even actually exist, right? You could have some guy just programming something in his in his basement, right? And then saying, okay, uh, this is going to be a video of how many hits it takes for E.T. to get killed with a hammer. <laughs> Make your bets, and you there'd be an over under four hits with a hammer. People are gonna tune out when they keep hearing the ET bit. <laughs> there are all these prop bets and all these dumb bets that bring in fast, easy money, like you talked about. That's kind of what gambling is when it comes to gambling. That's kind of what it is. It's fast, easy money for the people that are running it, right? Not but for you and me, money. fast, easy money. We're we're taking a look at some basic stats. We're taking a look <laughs> at you know, we're 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 casual consumers. But you probably got big time, big you know. Big high rollers that are doing like analysis, like and, and all kinds of different statistical analysis, right. and Making huge bets. And sports betting is illegal in some states still. So, sure. like for Kentucky, we can't do sports betting. Right now, well, you know, in in a major capacity. Yeah. Um, as an NCAA athlete, not to brag, I cannot bet on any athlete. Yes, air quotations around the athlete. <clears throat> I cannot bet on any sporting event. Yeah. It's against NCAA policy. It's kind now, of funny. That being said, being a part of that. That being said, did I bet on the Lions? No. A couple you didn't. of weeks ago? No. No. You would not. You would not throw away I your can't. integrity. No. And especially, you wouldn't admit it on live national television. But was I rooting for Dan Campbell and the Lions the other week? Of course. That's right. And, and who isn't? I, I, I hate the Lions. Okay. But it's just weird to see. Like this game that happened. I hate Detroit, by the way, too. Yeah, that's all. Well, Detroit's same, a bad city. Same. Never been, but I don't think I ever will. You yep. might not make it out. What I was about to say is that <clears throat> to see this game seem, seemingly affected by 
the refs and the calls. That's going to take away from the integrity of the game because sports, each year, everybody starts out with a clean slate. Everybody apparently has the exact same percentage or chance of winning the championship, whether it be the NFL, right. Major League Baseball. Theoretic, on a theoretical level, sure. Yeah. All have the same chance. I mean, it's happening with, and this is more, this is kind of sports based uh, for today's episode, but I mean, that's the topic. It is. Look at the college football playoff ranking, right? Okay. So, I'll watch Colin really, but. College football, right? I've said big markets, so I'll go ahead and say big markets, and then what you say, you huh? About, what do you mean by big markets? So, for college football, that'd be Alabama, okay. right? They're pretty big. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be Alabama yeah, and Ohio that. State. Ohio is yeah. a big market? Ohio State, oh, Is yeah. Ohio a big market in anything? Yeah, well, I mean. Akron. Yeah, but Ohio State, the Ohio State's a big deal in college football. So they want big-time schools to make it into the college football playoff, right? A committee selects who gets into that four-team playoff. And so recently... A right? commi- Hold on now. Run a group, of people. A group of people. You're telling me a group of people select who makes it to the playoffs? It's not based on record? It is. Records are accounted for. The committee you're, looks at records. You're kidding. But that, a, a group of people decide on who gets joking. to play. That is a and, scam. I mean, that's literally a scam. And and here's the thing. It used to be done by a computer, all right? Because it used to just be the BCS National Championship. The yeah. top two teams were picked by a computer. Bam, yeah. boom. The computer runs the numbers. Yes. And it's These are the best unbiased. two teams. Send them out there, play for the National Championship. And yeah. now there's a committee, right? That is such... I can't believe that. I didn't know that. And there are teams... And this happens every single year. Where, let's say, let's say for example, let's say Murray State football goes undefeated. All right. Let's say Alabama, right? Big market, the well known, well known school. Sure. I'm glad you're learning about big markets. They lose two games, and of course, with this example, it's a bad example. Alabama is going to be ahead of Murray State. Sure. But this is all theory. Uh, specifically, the, something that happened recently, Alabama has lost one game. There was a team in the ACC, uh, and then there's also Cincinnati, right? Not a big market, but they were undefeated. And they were ranked outside of the football playoff, while Alabama was ranked number two, and Georgia's number one. Wow. So, and they didn't get to get in there. The and committee and, barred them from and you're, getting in Yeah, there. you're sitting there thinking, how does this work out that a team that might have one, maybe even two losses, is better than a team that hasn't lost at all. It's rigged. It's, well, we can say with most certainty that there's could be, there's a higher chance for bias. That mm-hmm. goes without saying. I had no idea of that. that. I can't believe people stand for that. The committee looks at the records, they watch the games, they see who played who and who won each game. I don't care what they see and what they also, think. They're not there supposed is, to be thinking. They're supposed to be data. They're supposed to be statistics. Guess guess what usually can, you know, determine between two teams who's going to get in. Let it's me something guess. called market size. That could play into it, but what I was going to say was the eye test. Do you know what that means whenever someone says the eye test? Like optometry. Well, in in general, that's what it would mean is, yes, I'm going to get my eyes tested uh, to see, you know, if I need prescription glasses. But in sports, if a team passes the eye test, they look like they're a good team. 
So that has determined between, of course, the top four teams get in, right? Absolutely. That one team, that fifth spot, looking just inside, you know, just outside, right? Looking from the outside in at the top four. Hey, maybe they had the same record, but they didn't pass the eye test. And I think... I don't understand we, how people we all, put up with that. I know. We all say, well, that makes sense. Yeah, the eye test. You know, it makes pass. sense? No, who no, says we, we that? Most who people say, oh, that? you know, the eye test, that makes sense. I, but in all reality, who in the hell who? gets to decide who passes the eye test? Yeah. And I think... I. Let's just go ahead and answer this question, right? Because we're bad about this at all you need to know. We we have a topic, it's an, it's a question, and we never answer it. Okay. I would like to think that sports aren't rigged. I would like to think that everybody has a fair shot. Anybody can win. And it's all, your destiny is determined by yourself, not by someone else. And you know what? There's so little evidence. I say there's so little evidence. But there's not a, there's not evidence beyond a reasonable doubt to prove that there is rigging. And so I think it's easy to have suspension of disbelief and say, you know what, these sports are rigged. This is all real. Because at, because you really can't, you'll never know. At the same time, though, then you see certain things happening. You see instances. I think seeds of doubt are different than large, you know, wide-scale you see a, cheating scandal. You see a pass interference call. You see... Uh, a guy up, yeah. you're watching a basketball game and the guy tips it out of bounds. Clearly, it's off him, but then they give it to the, yeah. give it to their team. You anyways. just chalk it up to a bad call, to a bad ref. You might even say that the ref is biased. So, but you'd never chalk it up to sports being rigged. The two issues it seems like that stem from this debate are money, yeah, and refs. So, how do we fix it? Do you do you no, you can't you, bet you can't bet on any any sports anymore? Is that how you fix it? No. no. Do you know, you, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's too big. Do you replace the refs with no, robots? You can't. No. No, you don't. You don't think you could? I don't think it would be. I don't know if it'd be a bad idea, but you couldn't do it realistically. Because that's the that's the interesting part is that would seemingly take away human error. But at the same time, it but, takes away the human touch. Well, yeah, but a lot of those calls are all subjective. Like, taunting is a subjective call, so how are you going to... Because the minute you put parameters on a call like taunting, then it's different for the player. Because the player knows, oh, man, if I taunt for more than, like, 20 seconds, then they're going to flag me. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. When it comes to sports being rigged, you know, NFL or otherwise, it's too big of an industry. The people at the top, Roger Goodell alone, knows if the NFL's rigged. We'll never know. There's nothing we can do about it. He gets it paid a sports, ton of money. Yeah, it's not like you elect anybody in sports. People get paid. It's a billions, billions industry. And there's nothing you can do. You can just enjoy Small it. markets, big markets. Yeah. And you can enjoy sports for what it is. And, and you know. Anything past that, you're just going to stress yourself out, I think. Right. Because you like to think that it's all fair. Everybody gets the same opportunity. And you hope that not not because people are watching and you don't want to upset people. Not because that you, you know that it's your job. But whenever you're watching sports, you're hoping that the officials, the refs, which... There are only three factors, usually in sports, that determine the outcome of the game. It's one team, the other team, or the officiator. Yeah, that's true. You would hope to think 
that the only motivating factor for those officials to call a clean game is for the love of the game. Or maybe their job, because they know if they get bucks, they get fired. Like this guy that hip-checked. Yeah. Stuck his he, little booty any, bump. Any word on that? I don't know. That guy got a fine? I or hope, did he lose his job? I hope get barred? that by the time this episode comes out, that man has been publicly executed. Oh my god! No, in the metaphorical sense of like being fined. Yeah, no, no, no. not not pu- like not le- realistically publicly executed. I'm saying in the metaphorical sense, like he was fined or he was suspended. Right. right? Of course, no one needs to be killed over something. I don't like think that. anybody needs to be killed. But I'll tell you right now what works. What has never, what has, what has never failed? Right. Public displays of strength. Right. Sending a message. So you oh, think this ref booty bumps some guy and he's out of a job and he's not getting hired by anybody other than a fast food joint? You people better watch it. But now we're just back to the same argument. What, what are some? It's, what if it's a you know? What are some other ways that you could kind of get back at that ref? Well, I think it's only. I mean, if how if about we're, if we're assuming that it's not rigged and we're assuming that you know it is a, a game of integrity, well, you know, so it's gonna be a money based. Or a so take or away something. some money from the ref. Yeah. I think. What else are you gonna do to him? I think, and tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here, but you make him. You got to look in your eye like this is going somewhere just no 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 atrocious. I just think that if you call a game like that, yeah, right, right, you should have to call the next game in your underwear. <laughs> and there it is. Because. And Guess what? It is. Guess what? I saw that guy's physique. He's not going to want the camera on him all the time, all right? So he's not going to be throwing those flags that in the last couple of games he probably would have because he doesn't want the camera right. to come on to him and, and see his And that might gut. be a legal issue of indecent exposure, and that might be beyond the realm of sport entertainment. Right. So I don't know if sports are rigged. I don't know the, the repercussions that that ref should face, but I do know that... I mean, just two or three hits to ET with a hammer is gonna do him in. It's gotta. What do you? He seems uh, pretty malleable. You just, right. you just maybe you even hit him with the hammer, and then the hammer goes into him, and it, there's no damage. I don't know. But he does seem like a softy. I'm not. I said that bit at the beginning, and it has gone on way too long. Let me ask you one question. You know what else has gone on too long? This podcast. Thank you for that one. Here's your one question for you. What do you think Todd Faulkner would have to say about this about this whole thing? We've laid it all you know, out. What I, do you think he's thinking? He refuses the, to. From the times that I've talked to him, he's not he's not super into sports. But I could see him kind of peddling a conspiracy about sports being rigged. I think that that's possible. I'm not. Todd I'm not going to speak. Conspiracy theorist. I'm not going to speak for Todd. You're right. I'm right? not saying you should. I'm Todd just saying what do you think? Saying he's I just. Thinking. I did. I just said that. Yeah. I said he could. Todd Faulkner is a conspiracy theorist, and we no, said no, no, that no, 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 right definitely not, definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> Isaac, thanks for jumping on, taking place of uh, DJ for yeah. this week or yeah. possibly forever. I'll do it again. In fact, I'll do it a lot more. Hopefully, you probably will hopefully, have to. You know, for, You'll have for to. Good. Yeah. Permanently. You'll have to do it whenever he's not here. Yeah. This has been an episode of AYN2K talking about sports and whether or not they were rigged. It was a more of a more serious episode. Sorry I think about it that. was. But I think, hey, sometimes these serious episodes are pretty good. I felt like I added more than I would ever have thought. That's why we carried on the E.T. joke about him getting hit in the head with a hammer. Right, to punish me. 
Yeah, I've got to Google that and see if people have talked about it before. But anyways, my name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear, And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.